I'm Chris Hagen. For those who don't know, I've been a language coach for many years. In my career, I've taught a wide variety of people from famous singers and radio presenters to doctors, uni students, and yes, even desperate housewives trying to find an English lover. I finally decided to share my thoughts, tips, and tricks with the world. Also check out my YouTube channel if you want to see my ugly mush. So let's kick off this podcast with a great jingle. Doesn't matter where you are, in the car or at the bar. Here for you comes in your ears, another word for thanks is cheers. Here's the new kid from the block, here for you around the clock. Shining on his English lips, Chris. Is an anagram of risk. Happy New Year! Welcome to 2022. Do you feel any different? I sure as hell don't. But do you know what I wanted to do? I went onto Google this morning and I had a look and I typed live in 2022 because I wanted to see what do people or what did people because now we're in 2022 what did people think life in 2022 would be like? And it's very funny because when you type this on Google, you see lots of weird and wonderful things that people did in the past. People wrote, people drew, people thought in the past that would be happening or would have already have happened in 2022. And they didn't. For example, an Italian cartoonist in, when was it, 1962, in an Italian magazine, drew a, uh, a drawing, okay, he draw a drawing, okay, of what he thought the world would look like in 2022. And he drew pictures of people in individual bubbles with like a, a tiny little go-kart inside it, let's say. But they're stood up. So these people are stood up in like a test tube. You know what a test tube is? Turn it upside down, put some wheels on the bottom of it with a little engine. And that is what he thought people would be driving around in in 2022. Well, there are some small cars, like a Smart, for example, but I've never seen any bubbles with wheels yet. So it's very funny. So go and have a look. Type life in 2022 and see what comes up on your Google search. Now, apart from that, we all know that this COVID thing is not going away anytime soon. And I hope everybody's okay. Everybody had a good time over Christmas, if you celebrate it, New Year. And you followed all the rules and regulations. You wore your masks. You did everything you're supposed to do. You did your vaccinations, things like that. Okay, now, now it's 2022. So let's try and think of a year ahead that's positive and try and make everybody love each other again. Because last year, the end of 2021, there were people who hate each other because I'm no vax, I'm no green pass, this. People fighting for no reason. Well, not actually for no reason, for a very valid reason. But this brings together a lot of animosity between people and it's not nice so please just follow the rules and think about other people instead of thinking about yourself for once and something that i saw over the christmas period which i think is quite funny let's say it said i'm not going to send a christmas present to a no vax person because they won't open it because they don't know what's going to be inside it i should have remembered that when i did my christmas shopping so 2022 let's hope it's going to be a lot more positive than last year and i beg you so not only in 2022 do I want you to fix the community and society and make everybody love each other again, I want you to fix something which is quite irritating when an English person hears people say it. Now, in other languages, this might be okay. You might use this because you've taken it from English and you're using it in your language. But remember, in English, it's not correct. No stop. Doesn't exist in English. N-O hyphen stop. No stop doesn't exist in English. In English, it is non 
stop which means continuous it never ends it continues forever and ever and ever non-stop n-o-n hyphen stop not no stop non-stop for example you can say it's a non-stop flight well obviously it stops at one point when you arrive at your destination but it means on the way there are no stops or pauses or breaks or anything like this it's something which continues continuously obviously until the end okay but life for example is non-stop because hopefully it continues forever and ever and ever so remember not no stop non-stop give me a why oh, wait why because it's the first letter of her name okay give me a why why give me a v, v. give me a o, o. Okay, my, my auntie Yvonne is back. Now I know how to pronounce Hello. her name. But I, sound, I feel weird saying Yvonne now. What can I have to call you someone else? Why don't you stick to Yvonne? I answer to anything. Oh, you. Come <laughs> Mostly. Here. Uh, only polite things, obviously. So just call it Yvonne. Yvonne, okay. So we have a question from Dario, who's another one of our... He's my grandson. Uh, he's my cousin that I discovered is my cousin. Okay, his question is... Well, it's not a question. It's more like an instruction. He wants you to tell Stop us. Talking. No, 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 no. The opposite. Yes, he wants you to speak. He wants you to speak about the Italian words that you've learned, the Italian that you know, and what what kind of things you've learned. What I can remember. Because Dario doesn't. Okay. Maybe uh, he's never heard you. Buonanotte. Who? Buonanotte. Okay, which means. Uh, good night. Okay, we're I just think. checking that she knows it. Okay. What else? Uh, uh, when I have a when I have a meal and it's really nice, mm. I go buono buono. Okay. If it's really really nice, I go molto buono molto buono. Okay. Um, quanto costa? Okay, so this is when you go shopping, how much? Yeah. Quanto okay. costa? So other important things, the food and the shopping, you've got. Mm. Um. To be honest, it doesn't make a difference because I do everything by sign language when I'm there. <laughs> Literally sign language. Well, in Italy, it's normal to use the hands all the time. Yeah, no, no. I mean, if I go into a supermarket and mm. I say I want some cheese, but I, I might, well, I don't know the word for cheese, um, and I will just point to it like that, and then the man will pick it up and he'll come over to me and I'll go. That <laughs> well, size. You do a dimension. You, I do a dimension the, and he'll say, ah, si, si, yeah, and go that, yeah. And you just, and if, if he's wrong, you just pay him and smile and walk away yeah, like a absolutely. good, like, a good guy, <laughs> like we always do. But the other day I was in a place and the, a woman came into the chippy and she ordered her food and she went outside complaining, literally like yeah. two meters. She was complaining that it was taking so long. Yeah. And then when she came in, she said, thanks, thank you very much, bye. And I'm like, you've just been slagging them off for 20 minutes. And she was irate, this woman. Yeah. She was very, very, she was so very what, polite. What do you think is your opinion? Because, okay, when you've been to Italy, you've been all over Italy. Yeah. You've been to Rome. Okay. What did you notice different between Italian people and English people? Italian, you can offend anybody you want. It's Italian fine. People. people are much friendlier. You think? Yeah. You think more similar to the Irish then? Uh, yes. Than the English? Yeah. Uh, Italian people are more family orientated. Mm -hmm. Family is everything. Um, an example of that is um, once when Debbie and Fabio came over here with the boys. It was probably one of the first times they came over. And I said to Fabio, um, I said, do you and Debbie want to go out for a meal tonight? I'll look after the boys. And he looked, gave me a strange look. And he said, 
why would I leave my boys behind? And I went, no, just so you can talk <laughs> yeah. on your own. Uh-huh. I said, but they're my boys. Where I go, they go. Yeah, yeah. And I just think that's a lovely, lovely attitude. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Here they're always palming off kids on somebody else. Yeah, yeah. And I don't mind. I love, I love, but I've babies. I've got 10 grandchildren. I've babysat for them all. And I love it because you get special time with them, don't you? Yeah. And then you can send them home at the end as exactly. well, which is <laughs> the best part. They were nice when they were playing. Bye, good night. Yeah. yeah send them off. Yeah. yeah so you think the so, more family are. In fact, I've noticed since I've been here, you actually, well, when it comes to the food thing, you're very Italian in the sense that you overfeed people. Yeah. My I don't normally eat this much. I'm rolling out of here, literally. That, that's probably from my mum, because if anybody came to my mum's house, it was like, have a bit of this, have a bit of that, have a bit of that. So I, you get into the thing that you have to feed people when they is come in, feed, even if they don't the want it. Even if they don't want so it. So there's a lot of similarities in between. I think so. Irish people, yeah. our culture and also. This. Yeah. This is why I feel so comfy in, in Italy. Maybe not in Milan. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, thank you very much. I will speak to you soon. Thank you. Thank you. Give me an E, e. give me an N. Give me an N, give me an O, give me a V, give me a Y. Why? Why? It's Ivani reverse. Now let's have a look at two things that we said. I think I said both of them in our little chat, in my little chat with me aunt. Yes, me, say me anywhere you want me. You got the power to use me right. Okay, the first thing that I said during my chat with my aunt there was to slag off. She was slagging them off. The woman outside the chippy was slagging them off. To slag off is very informal. Okay, but we do use it. It's not something that people don't use. We use it. And it means to criticise someone in quite a strong, abusive, insulting way. So I said she was slagging them off. She was criticising them in a very strong way because they were taking too long. And the second thing that we said was um, palming them off. Okay, when when, um, my aunt was talking about um, Fabio who is the father of Matteo and Dario, the husband of Debbie, who you've heard in the podcast. He said, why would I leave my kids at home instead of taking them with me? And I said, yeah, in England, we're always palming off our kids. Okay, if you palm off something on somebody, it basically means you're trying to get rid of it. So you can palm something off on somebody or palm off something on somebody. Palm off your kids on somebody or palm your kids off on somebody. It means to get rid of them by giving them to somebody else. So these are two things you could try and use this week to slag off and to palm off. For those of you out there who don't know how to spell them, S-L-A-G and then off and palm, like the palm of your hand, P-A-L-M, palm off. Just a bit of advert. Want to sound more native? Then Say It Right is the course for you. Our course teaches you all the things you didn't know existed, which will make you sound just like a native speaker. Get in touch for more details at info at chrishagan.com or go directly to our shop, www.chrishagenshop.com. Yes, even you can sound native. I just want to take this opportunity to say thank you to everybody who bought the book, Say It Right, which is available on Amazon and also from the publisher, and also Learn With Leo, because I know many people bought it for their nephews, nieces, grandkids, etc. It would have been very interesting to see people's houses on Christmas Day, everybody speaking in 12 languages with their kids. Fantastic. Absolutely brilliant. Thank you very much. And remember, these books are not only for Christmas, they're for all year. Like a puppy. A puppy is not just for Christmas, it's for all year round. So now is the last time I'm going to say Happy New Year, because I've said it enough times the only thing left i can say is jingle see you next week doesn't matter where you are in the car or at the bar if
for you comes in your ears And not a word for things is cheers He's the new kid from the block Here for you around the clock Shining on his English lips Chris is an anagram of risk.